Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot the most Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Yes, I sense I sense a huge disturbance in the two-way force in this entire country, and especially in New Jersey. And I know I've been throwing the innuendos out and everything at risk of getting in trouble with everybody, but I, I do feel we're on the cusp of a major change in New Jersey, and I really can't say anything else, but look out um, early this week. For, for something, and make sure you support uh, ANGRPC, NRA, CNJFO, obviously, uh, very, very important. Now, uh, there's a lot of righteous cases coming up in New Jersey, and I see everybody coming in. One thing the lawyers don't see is the hundreds of people a day that come into the range and the gun store to shoot, and they don't see, um, you know, people are beat up right now. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, it's it's really bad. They feel like, oh, my God, they changed this on us. They changed that on us. Pretty soon we won't be able to carry. I paid all this money. I've had to qualify 12 times. i got to do this. The police department doesn't know what's going on. The state police barracks doesn't know what's going on. You know, it's so I have to give people hope. And I'm, I'm here to give everybody hope because I do. I am wired into the 2A community and the system. And I've been doing this forever. And that's why my intro, I say support those who support you. All the ranges and gun stores and everybody in the 2A community that's stepping up in our efforts with lawsuits and, you know, fundraisers and everything. There's a fundraiser for Brian Bergen right now that J Factor is pitching. So you could Google Brian Bergen, New Jersey, and you can support him. You can Google Robert Auth uh, for re-election, and you can support him. We know, we know who they are, the players that are out there, the 2A groups and the politicians that, you know, come to our side. But... There is a lot going on, and it's 99.9% confirmed. Dan Schmutter will be on next week's show, Gun for Hire, 642. 642. Uh, 644. I'm sorry. We're doing 643 today. Dan will be on 644, uh, hopefully, and have some updates for us with uh, New Jersey with all of our lawsuits, which are all coming to a head now. And, uh, you know, which is the, the carry case is moving forward, the assault weapons, uh, evil feature case at, with the mag ban. This is all being queued up now, and he's been working diligently on, on all of those cases with all of the our legal eagles, NRA, ANGRPC. So do not give op- up hope. Please do not give up hope. It, I see good things. We, You know, Scott Bach will tell you we've never been in a position like this before. Ever. We've never been in such a position where we have the Bruin decision behind us. We still have a majority in the Supreme Court. You know, forget the politicians. It's the uniparty. What's going on right now in D.C., like with Hunter Biden and what's going on with illegals and everything? It is all theater. Why haven't the Republicans done anything with Joe Biden or Hunter Biden? They're running the clock out. If they lose the House come November, then it's not their problem anymore. And they'll say, well, we tried up until this point. Right. It's all about self-gratification. It's all about lining their own pockets. No one cares about us. No one's coming right. to help us. You know what we have? We have our families. We have our community. And for us, it's our big 2A community, and we have to stop the attacks, and we have to stop the infighting, and we have to support each other because, Sandy, we're at this point, no one's coming to save us. No, you're right. No one's coming to save us. You see, your kids need to be vaccinated. The illegals don't need to be vaccinated. Is that not the perfect example of how we're being treated? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. They don't care about us. They take our money. They give it to countries that hate us where we should let them hate us for free. We have no say where our money goes. We elect politicians to represent us. They go to Washington. They go to Trenton. They go local municipalities. They do the exact opposite. They do whatever they want. They don't care. They don't care. There's a very small percentage of politicians that actually care about us. And I realize one common thread is most of those politicians happen to be pro-2A. 
like legitimately pro-2A, come to our defense, come to our aid, and vote the way we expect them to vote. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I have, and that says a whole lot. Uh, you know, you know how I feel about politicians. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to get into that, but it, it just, um, yeah, I do notice that that they're, well, for now, let's just say I'll I'll be I'll be kind and say for now they give a shit. For now they care, and but it it does seem to be that that the two A people, who take again I think it's because they're willing to take a stand or they have at least some information about something where most politicians have no information about anything and except for what is going to further them and their bank account and their family's bank account, mostly their family's bank account. You know, um, there's an old quote, if not us, who, if not now, when? And it's time, you know, again, we have that, uh, the civic seminar is being queued up rapidly which all of you will be able to attend and learn from but uh look what happened in new mexico governor grisham suspends the second amendment right multiple lawsuits are filed a obama appointed federal judge tells her what her order was unconstitutional her response this has jersey written all over it now she amended her executive order banning carry everywhere, except now you can't carry in public parks and playgrounds due to the debate in court is the word she used. Yeah. The debate in court. So now she just suspended Second Amendment rights again where parents might want to protect their kids in parks and public places. Sounds similar to uh, the toad and the jack-o'-lantern on crystal meth. Well, we've right? said this over and over again. What, start, what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey, and New Jersey is the pro has long been the proving ground for every gun grab in the country. Mm -hmm. And they look to it, and they look to see if it worked. And it did work. And, and sometimes it works because we don't do shit. We, we're so beaten down, like you said, we're just so beaten down, but that's exactly what they want. This is all part of the plan. They want to just beat you down to where you throw your hands up in frustration and say, well, this is never going to change, and give up. Every, but, every survey, moderates, Democrats, and Republicans that have been done by CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, etc., overwhelmingly 80 to 90 percent of U.S. citizens say we should close the border and have a controlled immigration system. Not one politician has heeded those words. The border is wide open. Yep. Now that all the northern blue cities are overrun, people are bitching about it, but yet still nothing is being done to close the border. It's no. all by design. Right, exactly right. Nothing's being done to save our 2A rights. It's all by design. Where would we be right now if we did not have fighting states like New York, New Jersey, California with strong 2A networks and we did not have a Supreme Court that was on our side? You know where we'd all be right now? We wouldn't even have slingshots. Right. There would be a complete ban on guns here. Yeah, don't tell me it can't happen here. It happened in many other countries. Yes, all it right? did. And that's the overnight, ultimate goal. Too. Yeah, we, I'm telling you, Sandy, we are the last bastion. Yep. The 2A people are the last bastion of fighters. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing that we still see uh, infighting and we still see attacks and we still see attacks on uh, 2A patriots and business owners and stuff like that, myself included. But I, I don't care about me. But uh, I think, again, I think it's by design, too. You know, be, between AI and and AI-mediated trolls and, and conversations from things or for entities that don't even exist that, that plant stuff on social media and are designed by, to take the best advantage of a person's emotions on social media. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it. People will say shit on social media or wherever that um, they would never say to you face to face. We, you've said this over and over and over again. And I hearken back, I remember the other day, um, somebody was talking about death threats and I bust out laughing and I said, do you remember the time I got a freaking death threat for saying that, what, what was it? Hypo, what, some gun wasn't a gun because it was a, it was a favorite expression of us around in the, in the, in the group where we said, ah, that's not a gun. And some jerk off 
from South Jersey, I'm not going to even mention his name because we know who he is, um, we, we wanted to kill, puts a death threat out because, I don't know, he was offended by, by, that, by that comment. So this is, uh, this is not unusual in, mm -hmm. in, in any community. Um, and, and it just it saddens me that it exists in the gun community. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty shitty, and um, you know I I hear a lot of negativity. People come in and complain about other, but I just kind of brush it off. But I do have hope for the future. This uh, gentleman came in the other night, Craig from Hillsborough. Thanked me for what I do. Thanked me for offering the uh, free quals, uh, requals that's going on and everything. And then he said he wants to pay it forward. He bought five boxes of 9mm ammo and a gun for hire book and had me autograph it. And he donated it to Tony Simons. The second is for everyone diversity shoot. Oh, that's great. See, so that's, those are the things that keep me going, you know. And it seems to always happen when you're at your lowest point, doesn't it? You know, when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, I, I get, I get a lot. People thing. come in every day and say, thank you for what you do. And I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. You know, it's just not my thing. Uh, oh, real quick, Richie, Richie Olenek, who's been with me forever, Wednesday had successful surgery. Yes, he did. Hopefully he'll be being released from the hospital on Monday or so, but uh, everything went well for him um, so far, uh, good recovery and everything. So I just want to say he's selfish and he needs to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> seriously seriously it's, all right it's been unplug since, that crap and seriously get back to work. it's yeah I, we don't have to unplug it you can wheel that shit in that's right yeah, okay you take it with you yeah seriously <laughs> en enough already i mean it's been like five days stop stop milking it you know what I mean? Plus, hospitals are unsafe, right, That's Sandy? Right. That's very He'd true. be much safer in his office at much the gun safer. range. Absolutely sure. See, prop you up, see, get Richie, morphine, drip, you're good. Even a doctor says you'd be safer at the gun range than at the hospital. <laughs> Which is probably very true. Uh, yeah. No, it is very true. I mean, I, I read the data, and I read the book Freakonomics. <laughs> Okay, more people die from uh, infections from doctors' ties. Uh, welcome to my world. Yeah, man. than anything else. So it's funny, you know, Craig came in from Hillsborough. Listen to what this nut numnut did. A Hillsborough teen charged with attempted murder after three homes struck by bullets. Ryan Vandermeer, 18, took a gun and fired shots at houses. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing, but he's still being held in a Somerset County jail, which is really weird that, that they would hold somebody in the jail, you know. But he shot at people sliding glass doors. And, you know, I love the press. Call us up sometime. Uh, it's, uh, it was a low-caliber bullet. Uh, I, don't, I never heard that term before. You know what I mean? Another house was shot by a medium-caliber bullet, police said. Who is the firearms expert in Hillsborough? Uh, Craig, next time you go down to get a permit, maybe you could give them an NRA Basics of Pistol Handbook or something. <laughs> Low-caliber and medium-caliber bullet. I don't, I don't know what that is. But, but anyway, this knucklehead kid, 18 years old, decides that he's going to go around and he's going to shoot uh, you know, sliding glass doors of people's houses. Nice. God forbid he, you know, he would have shot somebody or wounded somebody or killed somebody. But he's being held in jail right now, which is very weird. Uh, so, so listen to this. When a bullet goes through your head, I don't think your brain gives a shit what caliber it was. Yeah. Now Just he's saying. eighteen. He's eighteen years old. So he could have bought the gun on his own. But I'm banking on it belonged to someone yeah, in his house. So. so I'm banking on there's an idiot in his house that left the gun accessible to this numbnut, right? So that that person should be tried as well. Yep. For for negligence. Yep. To let them have access to a firearm because we gun people, the safe responsible ones, we pay for this shit all the time because some a-hole left the gun accessible to someone who shouldn't have had access to it, right? So if that was my kid, he would want to stay in detention. He would not want to come home. At yeah. 18 years old, he would not want to come home yeah. because they, he would be kids? back in the emergency room with a large caliber bullet <laughs> up, up his, his ass. ass. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and he'd be coughing on my shoelaces from the swift kit in the ass that I give him. Absolutely. <laughs> so this is what we have. So Shore News Network published an article: gun sales in New Jersey, despite 
the media vitriol despite the Murphy administration telling everybody how us law-abiding citizens are putting more guns on the street and increasing crime. A Pew Research Center study was done in New Jersey and 72% of gun owners cite the protection as a major reason for owning guns. And gun sales have been up 12% since last year in New Jersey. So the more guns are in the media by Murphy and the Toad, the more people are saying, F you, I have to buy a gun. You people are releasing criminals to the streets every day. You people are letting illegals run all over our state and commit crimes. And then you people are trying to take our guns away from us. Right? Yep. So gun sales, therefore, are going up, which is a beautiful thing. Listen, listen to this. You know, they had this, this crazy guy, DeCavalcanti, escaped from prison, this murderer yeah, yeah. in Pennsylvania. And the guy was on the loose for like 12 days. And it was the Philly area and South Jersey. It's funny because New Jersey uh, Magazine, uh, New Jersey, uh, My Central Jersey, published an article that, you know, uh, we've had prisoners escape before in New Jersey that that were dangerous. And, you know, you have to uh, lock yourself up and hunker down in place and everything. Meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, everybody was walking the streets armed, mm-hmm. you know, hoping to run into this guy. So I say to you, since our government says they can protect us, you know, if you're anti-gun, anti-family self-protection, you know, what you should do is if you spot this guy, call a social worker. Yeah, right. You know, call a social worker. worker. But but these anti-gun people are the first ones thinking maybe it would have been a good idea to have a shotgun locked in a safe with a case (laughs) of ammo during a time like this. Because what are you going to do if this nut job had kicked your back door in? Right. Because he stole a gun in Pennsylvania. He stole a twenty-two rifle. Right out of the guy's garage with him there. Yeah. So he's walking around armed. This guy's walking around armed. He's crazy. He's already a murderer and everything. And our very government, that is their only job is to swear on an oath to protect us, can't protect us, won't protect us, have no legal obligation to protect us, yet they also want to take our protection apparatus away from us. Right. Sure, it all makes sense, right? When you realize they hate us, it all makes sense. And it all makes they, sense. They want us to die. They want us to be afraid. They want us to be scared. And as part of Theater 101, Hunter Biden now, since his plea bargain fell through, has been indicted on three gun charges because he was a drug addict and everything else when he lied on his 4473. Now, we know nothing's going to happen with this. This is just, again, to run the clock out to make it look like the Department of Justice, the FBI, is doing something, right? Right. But nothing's going to happen from this. Believe me, it's just a dog and pony show. Everybody out there applauding, go, woohoo, Hunter got indicted, and this is going to be good for us, and it's going to set an example. It's good. Well, they'll run the clock out on this. Don't worry about that. Biden will be gone, and it'll just go to page 37 in the New York Times, and no one will, no one will care about it anymore. It's all kabuki theater. We live in a banana republic, One. Hundred percent. All I keep reading in articles that shoplifting is getting so bad and shoplifting is so dangerous for workers now. Like, what can we do is the questions. Well, I remember back in the day where there were ramifications for your actions and the police were empowered and actually allowed to arrest people. Prosecutors were allowed to prosecute. Judges were allowed to uh, judge properly and throw people in jail and businesses were allowed to protect their assets we've removed all of that and mainstream media including wall street journal are publishing articles like what can we do america's (laughs) battle with shoplifting is getting more dangerous for workers what can we do what can we do make it illegal to go after the shoplifter I mean, what what can we do? There's this growing wave of theft. All yeah. of these blue cities are, are I, I'm surprised. You know, it must be happening rampantly in New Jersey, but the media is not reporting it. Yeah, it's got to okay. be. Come on. It's it's just ridiculous because yeah. every single blue state and blue city is going through it right now because defund the police. Ooh, surprise, didn't work. Yeah, you know, I love the article. Most shoplifting isn't violent, but there have been several instances where people have been seriously injured and one killed. Oh, 
but it's normally not violent. Normally not violent. Not violent? What about the person who owns the store? Again, uh, you know, you're looking at CVS and Walgreens and everybody else, Target, Walmart. Okay, fine. And you say, oh, well, they can absorb it. No, they can't absorb it. They're going to pass it on to you, number one. And number two, what about that poor son of a bitch who's trying to put his three kids through college who owns a bodega, who some uh, uh, piece of garbage walks into his store and steals from him every single day all the profit? Because Correct. when you put 12 items on a shelf, 11 of them pay the bills. The one that he stole is your fucking profit. Yep. Here's another unintended consequence. Since we've empowered the theft, they're getting more boldened. So it's a sense of of righteousness. Like they're allowed to do this. So anybody that gets yeah. in their way right. pisses them off. It's right. like, hey, I've been coming in a store and stealing for the past three months. No right. one's ever stopped me right. or even looked at me. Don't you look at me. I'll stab you in the eye. Right. We've emboldened them to do this. This is what we're allowing to happen. So you're seeing increases in theft. You're seeing stores close. You're seeing inner city stores are closing, you know, creating food deserts, you know, where lower income people can't go to a grocery store. They can't walk to a grocery store because they closed. So what they're doing is they're going to buy in local corner bodegas where everything and everybody is behind bulletproof glass, where people there charge $12 for a gallon of milk instead of $6 for a gallon of milk. Right. Because, because they have they to. Have to. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Because and these they businesses, have they don't have the resources to combat this crime, but nobody wants to be a cop anymore. Nobody wants to do policing anymore. The whole system is completely broken. You know, big chains like CVS and Home Depot, they're in, they instruct their clerks not to confront shoplifters. They ask employees only to call the police and file a report if the thefts include violence or pose a physical safety threat. So in other words, if I walk in and put a table saw on a cart, Sandy, and walk out with it, there is no ramifications. There's no ramifications. I'm, they're not allowed to engage. They're not allowed to look at me. I just walk out. Okay? And we look at this. I mean, this goes back to broken windows theory. I mean, the, the, the more they get away with, the worse it's going to become. And it happens exponentially. It doesn't happen on a linear plan. No, no. It's, right now we're in that exponential spot now where it's just it's growing in leaps and bounds yeah. here. Yeah. So it's that entitlement. So you can't look at them. They'll get violent. You know, most of them don't have to be armed because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to uh, show your, uh, you don't, like if you do get arrested, you don't want to get charged with possession of an illegal weapon, right? right. So if you do get arrested, it's just going to be for theft and shoplifting, and you'll be released in about 15 minutes, and you'll be out on the street, and you'll be doing it again, right? So we've, we've created this lawless society now, and there's a certain sect of people that feel, you know, a lot of them are, are, are low-income people, are, are, are smart, that I'm just going to do this and test it. Like somebody like me that owns a business here, I can't afford if they're, I'm the one in a million where they would lock me up and charge me with a crime, right? Yeah. But if I already worked in a McDonald's making 15 or $16 an hour, I'm going to just walk into a CVS and I'm just going to take the shampoo and the razor blades and walk out with them. Yeah. Right. What's the worst that could happen? Right. They stop me at the door. Yep. All right. So I drop it on the rug and I just walk out. Right. Yep. So I think you're going to continue to see this grow. You're going to continue to see the law abiding taxpaying citizens pay more and more and more. You know, and with Biden and not economics, we're all dying and struggling here. So at what point does this all implode? Yeah. Good point. It, it has to. It, it, this is not something that's sustainable. No. And no one seems to care. Soros, George Soros and his son, Alex, are just funding all of these district attorneys and prosecutors all across the nation where they're not charging people with crimes or anything or they're downgrading all of these crimes because of equity and social justice and everything. But eventually it's going to implode. Eventually. I mean, I would love to just walk into a. You know, a watch store and say, hey, can I try on that Patek Philippe <laughs> and put on an $80,000 watch and, and, and walk say, out the door. thanks, I'm late for lunch and yeah. just turn around and walk out. Right. Is that allowable at this point? Sure it is. If it is, if it is, if it's not, it's going to be allowable by next Tuesday. I, I can't imagine owning a retail store no. in this day and age. No, I can't no, imagine no. owning a store and worrying about this. Well, you know, dude, you it, do. 
Yeah, but it's a different <laughs> somebody to pull that here. Yeah, is is it, a little yeah, bit you different. You got three man traps on the way out the door, so yeah. You know, everybody's walking around armed. Right. It's a different perception. Right. You know, um, imagine a high end eyeglass store or a ladies retail shop. You know, and what's happening in all these inner cities is it's a scam because. They go in the uh, big box stores and they rob stuff and they bring it to the bodegas who buy it for 10 cent on a dollar from drug addicts and then they resell it at a higher margin. That's one of the things that's going on. And then a smaller sect of it is people are doing it to feed themselves and their families. Yeah, right. You know, if I was a mom with two kids, single household, and, you know, I'm scrimping to make ends meet, then, you know what, I'm just going to put that meat and the lobster and shit in a cart and walk right out with it. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't blame them at this point because they can't afford it because we've created this where we 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 only the ruling class only takes care of themselves and 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 the illegals and the criminals. So if you're at that point and your back is against the wall and your kids are hungry, you're going to do whatever you have to do. And you don't have to worry about going to jail. You can still you're going home that night because nothing's going to happen to you. It's truly a sad situation to be in. And it's and it's by design. We've talked about this yeah, oh, 100%. And over again. you know, go back to Cloward and Piven for those of those those of you who are new to the show, we've been talking about this for 15 years. You go back to Cloward and Piven. This is all by design. Yep. Soros is following a playbook, uh, as, as are all of the, quote, progressives following a playbook. This is designed to collapse the system. You have to collapse it. Um, what was his name? Oh, God. Um, you're, you're getting Bo- old. Bottom up, top down, inside out. What was his name? Uh, Not Alinsky. No, no, no. Mises? No. No. Uh, I'll think of Van Jones. Van Jones. Van Jones. And he talked about it with bottom up, top down, and inside out. That's how we're going to change it. They want to collapse the system to restart it as a socialist system where they are in charge. And it's working. You realize every single person in our country that's trying to take our gun rights away either has taxpayer-funded security, their self-funded security, or their own guns. Yep, you're right. Every single one of them is a hypocrite like Bloomberg. Including Bloomberg. Every single one, including Bloomberg. You don't think Soros has an armed security detail 24-7? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. And every one of our politicians have armed security. Okay, especially at the federal level. Anyone who's in a position like speaker, whip, minority leader, majority leader, or if they've had death threats, they get armed security. You see all of these defund the police politicians that have gotten death threats, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They charge their state or the federal government for armed security. And for themselves the and their family. Now. It is the bureaucrats. Uh, I happen to know someone uh, from down here, I gotta be careful, who works um, protecting a high level bureaucrat in the health related uh, bureaucracy. Um, and he's, he's in charge of uh, their security. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't, I, and, and I know, I have an, in, let's say, I have an intimate knowledge of this particular organization, and I never remember anybody at the top uh, having uh, armed security details, escape routes, all this other nonsense. And I'm like, what? <laughs> There's your tax dollars at work. Yep. 100%. They all have it. The bureaucrats are prote- the bureaucrats are arming themselves. The politicians are arming themselves, and at the same time, they all want to take your ability to protect yourself and your family away from you. While they flood the country with illegals and criminals and open the prisons, and yep. who knows who's coming into this country from our poorest southern border? The right. terrorists and how many people that plan on doing us harm, and the rapists and the pedophiles and everything, all because big business is paying off Mayorkas and everybody yep. else so yep. they can keep the labor rate low yep. in this country and just continue to crush the middle class. When things don't make Horrible. sense, they don't make sense for a reason. <clears throat> yep. You, you have small businesses out there screaming, we closing restaurants closing. 
because they cannot get help because apparently no one wants to work. They're still getting government stimmy checks and sitting back and blowing dope all day long or whatever the hell everybody seems to be doing and making money from. While at the same time, five million illegal immigrants have poured over the southern borders since the beginning of whenever. And two years. Two they think years. it's about eight million now, actually. Okay, so you got eight million who've come over in the past two the, years. Almost the population of New Jersey. Right, right, exactly. Okay. And, uh, they're taking jobs, aren't they? So here's the issue. You've got such a labor shortage around the country, yet major companies are rolling back what they're paying people at the same time. Yep. That makes no sense whatsoever. And when things don't make any sense whatsoever, you should really be looking for a different boogeyman. And, and I think that's what's going on right now. You, you, you know, we, we, we're like, ah, yeah, well, that doesn't really affect me. It's going to. It's oh, going yeah. to affect you. It is 100 percent. It's going to affect you. And uh, how are we doing with time? We're we're at the halfway point. So why don't we get uh, already our uh, our housekeeping details and okay. Pay the so bills. I got a lot of stuff going on today. So the Essex County, New Jersey Republican women were um, great people. They they've been here for the ladies' events that uh, we've had. They've also been here for the Glock matches and big two A supporters. They're having a Constitution Day brunch on Saturday, September 23rd at the Rock Spring Golf Club in West Orange. And go to Essex County, NJRepublicanWomen.com. An old friend of ours, Sandy, keynote speaker J.R. Carmen, who's the founder of the New Jersey Constitutional Republicans, is going to be there. This wow. is, again, more of these things support those who support you. Ladies, make sure you send in a donation request for this event so Gun for Hire could donate a membership or something so you can, you can raise money for it. Because that's what we do at Gun for Hire. We don't say no and we don't turn our back on the people who support those who support you. So Essex County, NJRepublicanWomen.com. It's Saturday, September 23rd, 2023. And it's a Constitution Day brunch. And you know they're probably going to have some good food there. I've been to the Rock Spring Golf Club in West Orange. So make sure that you sign up for this. And, uh, you know, bring some of your younger family members so they can understand how the Constitution works. Uh, J.R. Carmen is a wealth of knowledge. He's been to Gun for Hire uh, numerous times. So let me know. If you live in New York, you want NYTAC Defense, N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. For about $35 a month, mention Gun for Hire, one word, get 15% off. It is your legal defense fund, only one that's allowed, only one that is legal in New York. If you live in the 49 other states, U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com, use the code Gun for Hire. Again, your legal defense fund, you should have it. Uh, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino is available here, Amazon, Kindle, etc., etc. Oh, StandStrong.biz, the three showcased businesses this week was Freedom Technologies and Safety Systems, uh, cameras and everything. He, uh, Frank is in Naples, uh, Florida, did my house, all my automation, all my cameras and everything. So it's Freedom Technologies. Uh, an old friend of ours, Sean, Black Bag Resources, the oh. most reviewed Stand Strong business. Check out Black Bag Resources and the Rail Yard Tavern. Excellent food at reasonable prices. Stand Strong Sunday. Support those who support you. Don't forget my doctor, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com, concierge medicine, nothing better, no waiting in a stinky, dirty doctor's office full of germs and stinky, dirty people. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members 12 to 18 to learn safety and uh, compete in small bore and air rifle competitions. Visit lakeis.org. If you're in the Scotch Plains area, Zen Float Center, go check out Sharon Decker at zenfloatcenter.com. If you're in the Monmouth County area, stop in Aberdeen Guns and say hello to my buddy John. Aberdeen Guns in Monmouth County. You can pick up Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal, and Beat Them at Their Own Game. And you can pick up Decoding Firearms down there as well. Support those who support you. Don't forget the Varsity Firearms podcast with uh, John Valenti. Very important. You check that out. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, September 26th, 
right after the, the Constitutional Day brunch is the Bullets and Bagels for Assemblyman Robert Auth. Go to gunforhire.com forward slash Auth. If you can't be there, you can donate $10, $15, $50. If you can show up, uh, Assemblyman Auth and his staff will be here. We will have an assortment of guns. We will have an assortment of ammo. And we will have an assortment of food from 10 a.m. till noon on Wednesday uh, September, I think it's Wednesday or two Tuesday, September twenty sixth. So be there, please, and 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 check it out. Support those who support you. So we finally got shaking with the uh, NRA dinner, October fifth, with uh, Steve Churchill is the uh, sa- uh, chairperson. It's going to be at Biagio's in Paramus. There's plenty of tickets left over to buy. Please buy tickets for this event. When I tell you what is going on at this event, you are going to freak out ladies and gentlemen so the dinner is going to be happening gun for hire is going to be the ffl so any of the guns that are you know bid on or raffled on you will pick up at gun for hire and there is no transfer fee you're not going to pay any fees to pick it up i of course i'm the guest speaker but jay factor is also speaking as well he's going to give us some history of the second amendment which is very important some of the guns the nra has is a springfield army 911 mil spec a Taurus 1911 and 45, a Savage Arms 110, a Benelli Nova Tactical 12-gauge, and many, many more. But guess what Gun for Hire donated, Sandy? We're donating a $1,500 AR-15 that Juan in the gun store built and hand-specced out. It's a Radical Firearm 16 AR 5.56 SOC. We put a Vortex Spark Solar Red Dot on it, a Vortex VMX 3T magnifier, a Troy 45-degree off-site battle site, so you can co-witness. A BCM Mod 3 grip, vertical grip. A Magpul Type 2 rail cover. A Magpul STR stock. And it also comes with a GPS 42-inch double rifle case. $1,500. We're donating that. We're donating a membership. We bought an entire table. There will be eight gun-for-hire employees uh, there. Come on. Come out and support those who support you. Go to friendsofnra.org and buy your tickets today. I want Steve to email me and say, stop pitching the dinner. It is sold out. There's like 300 uh, possible seats because they can expand this room that we're in. So please, come on. Support those who support you. Let, let's, have, let's have some fun with this. I mean, it's, it's really important. It's a great time for all of us like-minded people to get together, rub elbows, and hang out. Assemblyman Auth is going to be there. I don't know if Bergen is going to be there. He might show up. We'll see what other politicians. We're not allowed to talk about politics that night. Uh, it's a 5013C not-for-profit. The Friends of the NRA dinner raises money. Half the money stays in New Jersey for grants and stuff like uh, Boy Scouts and bulletproof vests or whatever. The other half of the money goes federally for like the Eddie Eagle program. This is this does not go to any NRA executives or anything like that, ladies and gentlemen. The Friends of the NRA is a separate foundation uh, to perpetuate the 2A uh, sports, okay, and safety. So please support those who support you. We are going to be offering the Maryland and Washington, D.C. carry. It's a two-day class. It's 16 hours. It's November 5th and November 12th. Dan Schmutter was the first one to sign up for the class. So if you want to meet uh, his eminence, Dan Schmutter, please sign up for the Maryland and Washington, D.C. carry course. Fred Kuhn, who lives at Exit 2 in New Jersey, he's our furthest gun-for-hire member. He signed up for the course already. Kick ass, Fred. I love I love you and your family. Just great, great people. We have tons of new courses coming out, uh, tons of uh, training opportunities. Vlad is still writing for NJ2A News, and he's writing for the uh, – the police magazine. So I just, I, I love what our people are doing, but let's do some learning before I do letters. All right. This is very important. So Ken Armilio sent me an email. Remember John Petrolino was talking about the hook behind the bathroom stall door, Sandy. Yeah. <clears throat> so Ken Armilio, I want to thank you for this. He looked it up. The ADA guidelines now for the hook on the back of the door is a maximum of 48 inches off the floor. There is no minimum. So I didn't know that. Now we know that. So that's why we're seeing hooks. Probably new construction, we're seeing the hook so much lower on the door. So if the hook is lower on the door and you're going to hang your bag on it or something, as long as somebody can't see it from the top of the door or the bottom of the door, it's, it's it's, 
it's an option. My option is still to put stuff around my neck. Yeah. My MERS that I carry, my PacSafe, P-A-C-S-A-F-E, my go-to is to put it around my neck. I'm just not... I'm not trusting enough to hang anything on the hook. The only thing I'd hang on the hook is if I took my shirt off or something. If I wanted to sit down and take a massive and I didn't want my shirt to touch the toilet bowl or the floor or anything, right? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So it's, but thank you, Ken, for that. Thank now, you for that visual. You're welcome. Now, while we're talking about um, my pack safe, so my pack safe, it might not be the prettiest stuff. It's in my book, Crime Proof, but. You know, it has two cables running through the strap so it can't be cut. It has uh, like chicken wire mesh running all under the case. And all of the zippers have a locking mechanism that you have to, it makes it very hard to just unzip the zipper. You have to unclip it. And the new bag, the Metro 100 that I'm carrying, Sandy, all three exterior zippers meet in one corner. And on that corner where the strap is, there's this weird hook that you have to push and turn to open the hook. And all three YKK zippers attach to that hook and you release it and turn it. So now all three zippers can't be opened. You literally need two hands to open all three zippers, right? I know it sounds like a nuisance, but when I fly, I carry that MERS. And before I go through TSA pre-check, I put all of my stuff in that bag. Everything, my phone, my money, everything is in that bag, right? I drop that bag on the conveyor. I walk through the body scanner because I can't go through the metal detector because I have more metal in me, you know, than, a, than an erector set from 1973 <laughs> when we were kids. So when I walk through, I'm always watching my bag. And a lot of times they got to give me a body scan. They got to touch me and everything. And I travel alone and I'm traveling alone this week. I look and I'm watching my bag to make sure nobody picks up, picks it up. I've said to TSA agents, I'm like, can you have someone get my bag off the conveyor while you're searching me? And they're like, OK, and they'll they'll get it or someone else will get it and they'll put it near me. Because I don't want it to be carried away. So video just came out. Miami International Airport. These two dregs that work for TSA, the video caught them. One of the TSA agents was distracting flyers. And the other one was opening bags and stealing money and jewelry out of the bags. Oh, my God. And the funny thing is the first bag that he opens, it's a Louis Vuitton-like Merce, which is what I would go to steal. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? I would open the most expensive yeah. looking bag. These yeah. guys see stuff every day. They know what expensive bags look like, Chanel bags and everything. I don't have an eye for that per se, but they know. So they're opening these bags and they're grabbing stuff. And you're getting through the other side. And now your, your Rolex watch is not in there, your money, your credit cards, whatever it is they may be stealing. But I noticed how easy. I watched the video like 20 times. I noticed how easy the bags just had a clip. You know, they just had a zipper or whatever, how easy it was for this one TSA agent to open the bags. And most of the people, before they went through security, of course, they stuffed all their stuff in last minute. So where is all their stuff that was in their pockets? On the top. Yeah, all the good shit. My money is in an inner pocket that's zip closed and locked. That's where I put my jewelry and everything. The last thing I put in the back pouch of my bag is my boarding pass or my iPhone. If I have a digital boarding pass, yeah. I scan it through TSA. I slide that in there, and then I throw the entire bag on the conveyor. For them to steal my, my high-worth stuff in my MERS, they have to unclip that lock, unclip the three zippers, and then open all three compartments and then open the inner compartment to get where my money is and stuff. It's not, not easy for them to do that. So, yes, am I crazy? Am I suspender and a belt person? Yes, but guess what? I've never had my stuff stolen, stolen from TSA. Right. Okay, right. so it's, it's a beautiful thing, and everybody should read my book, Crime Proof. Obviously, I plugged it this week. Sandy won't yell at me, but everybody should be definitely in tune to what is going on you can't be trustworthy because these people work for tsa you think you're going to trust them and you're going to put expensive stuff on the conveyor in the belt you know i see women they have these open purses and all of their stuff is exposed and open and they throw it on the belt and the way these guys were working was one you know they eye each other they give each other the eye like okay that's the girl there i'm going to check her bag so the ts agent is delaying you pretending they're checking you with the with the metal detector or whatever and while they're doing that this other guy is going through your bag if you're a woman and you have a bag like that 
you should have a smaller bag in the bottom of that bag where you put everything in right before you go through the TSA security check. So it's a lot harder for them to dig that out. But you really should follow my lead. Everything can't be about vanity, okay? When you're traveling, it can't. Listen, when I travel, I would never wear expensive jewelry traveling, especially out of the country. You shouldn't be wearing expensive bags when you're traveling out of the country. How about just the shit you can find. Correct, how about just blending in? How about just blending in? How about doing what my buddy my buddy Mark does? I told you this a long time ago. When we were traveling, I think we were in Greece. We always travel separate rooms. I go in his room to talk to him, and he's wearing boxer shorts and a T-shirt, and they both look like they've seen their day. They're worn out with a hole in the T-shirt and everything. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Mark, Mark, what gives? He's like, he's like, oh, every time I travel internationally, I bring all my old clothes, and I wear them once, and I leave them in a hotel room. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you're a genius. <laughs> I never, I never thought about that. That's and now, brilliant. right? And now I travel the same way when I'm when I'm going when I went to Amsterdam and Belgium with him and Luxembourg and everything. Yeah. I went through my drawers. I'm like, all right, which socks are on their last life? Which underwears on its last life? Which T-shirts are on their last life? Oh, these jeans, I kind of never really liked them. I wore those jeans on the plane and I left them in the hotel in Amsterdam when we moved on to Luxembourg. <laughs> so I actually came home. My bag was seven pounds pounds later than when I flew out there. That's great. <laughs> what a great That's idea. the way you should be thinking. You should be just wearing your iPhone when you're traveling. Leave your expensive jewelry home. Get yourself, go to uh, West Essex Jewelers and get yourself one of those silicone wedding bands that cost $3 or whatever. Don't have yourself be a mark. When you come home, you can wear all of your baubles and stuff, right? Yeah. But when you're, when you're traveling, especially in a foreign country, do you want to be a victim of crime? Do you really want to deal with a foreign police department filing a report? Do you really want to risk losing your passport or something over your fancy watch or your fancy ring or your fancy purse? All right. And don't even use a a, a, a bootleg, uh, you know, Louis Vuitton or something like that, because the thief might not know. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they'll and they'll try to steal it. Just do what I do. Just buy like pack safe or something. Buy some safety and security stuff. When you see how this crap works, you're going to be like, wow. What was I? What was I thinking all of this time? All right, listen to this. I got some uh, good letters, but wait. Let me let me double back again because I'm going to get yelled at by Dan and Scott anyway. But please, there's a disturbance in the force. Please keep up the faith. Look for major major announcements this week. Look for all the lawsuit updates. Dan Schmutter will be on on uh, hopefully Saturday for show six forty four, and he's going to update us in detail. And uh, please. Look around at your fellow 2A brothers and sisters, uh, whether they're in the business or whether they're just at the port next to you and shooting, and extend your hand and and thank that person for being a part of our community, male, female, straight, gay, white, black, blue, pink, whatever religion, denomination you are, because we are truly all in this together. Our backs up are, are against the wall here, and uh, we need to keep fighting. So with that note, listen to this. This is from a Michael H., Anthony, yesterday we met in person as I was walking out of Wayne and Vlad's holster draw class. I was the one with the big smile on my face, and you said hello. I was going to write in today and say how much I enjoyed the class, but I thought actions speak louder than words, so today I became a member of Gun for Hire. Rather than drive three miles to my local range, I would rather be part of the family and drive 30 minutes and drive 30 minutes. Furthermore, I decided to requalify for my carrier gun for hire. While technically I didn't have to, as my prior cert was deemed to have bent the standards in business and in life, I have learned your success is based on who you immediately surround yourself with. Not what I, not that I expect issues with the prior certification, but I know having the gun for hire name behind my training alleviates any and all questions as to the level of training I have received. Looking forward to many more classes, and I am thrilled to be a part of the family. Kind regards, Michael H. from Summit, New Jersey. Michael, I remember you walking out last Saturday. Thank you very much. Yeah, he was pretty psyched. He said the holster draw class was eye-opening. You hear his words of encouragement, right? It's who you surround yourself with, the people. Uh, we get more phone calls from police departments. They're like, when our qualifications come through, they don't call us and check or anything. Uh, when other qualifications come through from other places, they, they have to research who the instructor was, where it was, what happened, and everything. Our name is, is platinum in the industry. I love that. 
Uh, some for you, Sandy. Uh, the first 23 minutes of this week's show hit me pretty hard. Not that I ever forget, nor will I ever. A day doesn't go by. I don't think about September 11. It never seems to fail that I see 911 on my watch every day. I do the same thing. When I see 911 on my watch, it, it, I get this feeling. He goes, when I was listening to your show, I got that feeling in my gut like I did that day. Great show, and thank you for everything you do. Um, I'm glad that you're okay with your scare and you're not smoking anymore. You need to live to be 250. I'll be broke if I live to be 250, <laughs> Vinny. Please tell Sandy thanks for me, too. Vinny Gallo, a- a.k.a. Vinny Callow. He sent that one in. Uh, Anthony, great show. Uh, 642. Please send a huge thank you to Sandy for his 9-11 tribute uh, that opened the show. Certainly a raw and moving tribute that everyone should listen to and never forget. J.M. Uh, who is this now? No, there was more for you, Sandy. People tend to like you. It's weird. Oh, That's really I just weird. this is from They're James. They're not my family, I'll tell you that. Correct. I just want to thank you and Sandy for the 9-11 tribute. It brought to light to me the fact that I, I and I'm sure many others are still traumatized and very angry that we were attacked. The attack is yet another example as to why we should all be getting trained and be armed. We are more at risk now uh, than before due to the wide open border. Stay safe, James. Boy, we are. Our politicians don't care. Nothing will happen to them. This is from Amanda Kanjin. My husband, John Kay, and I attended the Holster Draw class a few weeks ago, and I thought it was great. I learned so much from Wayne and Vlad. They were excellent instructors. I was impressed by how clean and organized everything was. Also, my husband pulled the ladies' bathroom trick and made sure I stopped in. The bathrooms, I must say, are spotless and very, very clean. Thank you, and I look forward to stopping in again, Amanda. Amanda and John, they own Perform as Design. They own the mobile gym, Sandy, the trailers that come to your house or work. We're fellow LaTip members. He's on the StandStrong.biz with his business, pays it forward, supports those who support you. Every once in a while, he brings me a Taylor and cheese sandwich here, well done on a Sunday with ketchup and pepper on it, just the way I like it. (laughs) I've told him not to do it anymore because I am a strapping 195 pounds now. Oh, man. You're wasting a weight. I'm actually wearing large slash extra large shirts, and I'm a 33, 34 uh, waist. I'm 33 waist, 34 inseam, if you can believe it or not. I have no memory of this weight or this size. No memory. Wow. It must have been sixth grade when I was this weight and this big. Yeah, I remember junior high was about two and a quarter. High school was about 250, 260. So I have no memory of this. So I've lost 225 pounds in nine and a half years. Unbelievable. All right, this is from Richie McBride. Hey, Mr. Colangelo, got my optic mounted on my AK last Wednesday. Gunsmith was a pleasant guy who delivered his promised and fast. Big guy with a beard. I think his name is Shane. Nope, that was not Shane. That was probably Rob. Uh, No, that was probably John, J-O-N, John. I'll be looking to get a muzzle brake and upper handguard installed in a few weeks and then a light after that. I'll also be needing a light and an optic mounted on my AR-15 as well. But all in good time. I'm so pleased with the service and happy to be a member. I'm bringing a new guy to the range next Saturday, and my girlfriend will be taking the ladies' class. I also directed a doctor to you guys for his carry permit. Thank you, Rich McBride. Rich, that's what it's all about. Uh, Each one, reach one. Support those who support you. Bring that girlfriend in here and bring those people in and keep spreading the word. We need that. And it's uh, Shane, uh, John, and Dave in uh, the gunsmith range. Shane is about 19 feet tall, 43 pounds. <laughs> Dave is about six, uh, 5 foot 10, maybe 200 pounds. John is about 6 foot tall, maybe 250 with the big beard. Burly guy. Great guys. Uh, this is from Jason. Can't, Jason K. Hi, Anthony. Just want to thank you for connecting me with Shane and installing and sighting in my red dot on Friday. I appreciate your accommodating me. Also, I want to share with you when I got a chance to try it out. After my first five shots at 10 yards, the grouping were low left. Hmm. That sounds like the nut behind the trigger needed to be adjusted. <laughs> he goes, I figured it was not sighted incorrectly. I left my port and went down to see if Shane could recite it for me. He immediately came up the port to assist. He took two shots and landed them dead center, which was a very humbling moment for me. Oh, so Jason, it was the nut behind the trigger it was sighted and perfectly from the beginning shane wanted to show me a few rounds so he could watch what i was doing wrong and he immediately identified why i was off he went out of his way to give me a few pointers and even provided me with some instruction on a few drills i've been a member for only a few weeks and i'm just amazed at the warm welcoming and assistive culture you and your team have created at gun for hire 
I've been a member of a few different gun clubs over the years, and I've always felt that they were intimidating and non-supportive. Gun for Hire is different. Way to go on fantastic service and truly a family feel. Please always feel free to reach out to me if I can help you with anything at my place. Attached is a pick of my business card. Thank you. Please use the cell number, Jason K. That's what it's all about. Hospitality. It's the other reason why, you know, our hollow suns might be $20 more expensive than on the Internet, but the Internet is not going to mount it for you, adjust it for you, go into the port and test it for you, and replace it for you if it's not working, and give you some pointers. And, you know, when I read on the Reddit all the time, I would never go there. I got it cheaper online for $6.43. I was I was allowed to buy myself another Guardians of the Galaxy action figure with the money I saved. Okay? When I read that, I think about those things. All right. Am I right or wrong? You're absolutely right. Uh, I think about those things, and that's what those people that are bitching, those are the people that are part of the problem, okay? Uh, I hate that when I, when I have to read stuff that and I hear. This one came in anonymous. Hi, Tony. Thanks for all your help. I was happy to finally get my Florida carry uh, out of the way. Been meaning to get around to that for a while, but I was especially happy to deal with the New Jersey CCW qualification issue, recall issue. I know I went uh, for the belts and suspender solution, but I'm much more comfortable with that, knowing the legal environment here in New Jersey. I want to compliment you and your team. The qualification was very well run. It wasn't easy, but the way your guys explained and then ran it to ensure both safety and the best chance to fairly pass and the use of force class afterward was excellent. Thanks again. Anonymous. You know who you are. This one's from MW. This is my last one. Hi. After a fun night of gunfire with a friend trying to shoot for the first time, I decided to take the NRA basic pistol shooting class this past Sunday and was absolutely blown away. Excuse the pun. For starters, I was super impressed with the professionalism, the beautiful packets at each seat, the smooth process of putting together the Florida CCW packet, and the perfect coordination between all instructors and range personnel. The course info was well organized, explained super clearly, and the fun and homey vibe absolutely took the experience to a whole nother level. You guys rock. It really did feel like one happy family, and it just made me feel like I want to be a part of this family fun forever. The wisecracks, the good nature ribbing, and most of all, the patience and attention to each member in the class was just beyond any and every expectation. I hope to join as a member this month, and rest assured I'll be taking more classes in the coming weeks. Can't wait to be a part of the Gunfire family. M.W., a female. Um, she wanted to be posted anonymous, so I just used her initials. M.W., please feel free to use my uh, my uh, feedback anonymously. No problem, uh, my lady. Thank you very much. That's the feedback I want. So you see, Sandy, here's a female. She came in and she shot once. You know, renting gun, decided to take the NRA basics of pistol. My instructor team is second to none NRA instructors. After the Boy Scouts of America, we are the largest purchaser of NRA training materials in the entire United States. And I have the best group of people, and uh, we have it down to a science. And when I have a woman take a time, her time to write me a letter like that, those are the things that keep me going. Because now she is an ambassador for us in the two-way cause in her circle, right? Right. She's dispelling the myths and she's telling all of her friends and her family, if she's not a closet gun person, you know, we never know what her environment is, but it's going to come out. It's going to show. And before you know it, she's one of our advocates that are out there that we could never get to if we didn't show her a good time like that. If we showed her that it was a non-judgmental, fun environment. And my staff, I watch them. I sit in the back of the classroom. You know, the way they go back and forth and they cross. And the instructors take turns. You know, Moosey will teach one module. Guy will teach another module. You know, like, and, they, they, and then they rib and they joke with each other. They make fun of each other's weaknesses and foibles and faults. You know, like Guy did that once time, and they all laugh and everything, you know. And they make, this way they make the, the staff, the staff makes the, the students feel that it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to ask questions. My guys and girls don't walk, you know, Roshana, they don't walk in front of the classroom and, and, and pitch that they're the experts, 
You know, so many people do that. They thump their chests and they peacock when they walk <laughs> into a classroom. You know, we don't have that. You know, Chuck and his wife, Luann, when they teach all of the NRA instructor classes and the carry classes, it's a constant flow of accolades that I get walking through the hallways here. It's a constant flow of emails we get. And none of that happens by accident. You know, my craziness 32 years ago and my drive to make this a country club. And Sandy, you became a part of this 18 years ago. Wow. All right. 18 mm -hmm. years ago, I looked back on the records and it's been 13. We're in almost a 14th year now where we're doing gun for hire radio. And it's such a pleasure to see where it's gotten, you know, and I'm in a different po point in my life now. It's 62 years old. I don't have that energetic level like I used to, but I try to make the most of my 10, 12 hours a day that I am here. Yeah. You know, I used to work longer hours. Now I only work a half a day, 10, 12 hours right, a day, exactly right, yeah. you know. Uh, but I, I just love it. And I love, you know, overhearing a conversation between like my my staff in the gun store and a couple who's first time here buying a gun. And I hear things that are excerpts from my book and I hear things that are I taught that um, salesperson to say in a sale. And I hear them repeating it. And I look at the eyes of the prospective customer and everything. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, it's literally at this point, hundreds of thousands of people that this crazy experiment has reached out and touched in the 2A community. And for all the knocking and criticisms I get, and, you know, buy online and don't support guys like that because, you know, you can get it cheaper, $8 cheaper. Um, uh, it, 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 makes, it makes me proud because the 99% are the ones that are coming here, like John Valenti and bringing new people in. John Valenti was the one who introduced Jason Kay here. Who wrote that? You know, and Jason K said he felt intimidated and overwhelmed at other ranges. And I hear that all the time. Yeah. I had a guy and a girl come in last night, and the girl was wavering up, and the guy was wavering up, but he had a ton of gear. And so he had been shooting before, and I'm like, whoa, where have you been? He said, I used to go to blah, 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 but blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, well, okay, well, let's give it a shot here. An hour and a half later, he walks by. He goes, what do I got to do to join as a member? I'm like, all right, if you join as a member, we're going to prorate everything you, you've paid for today. We're going to give you the member pricing for everything. He goes, no way. I said, yeah, way. And that's how it works. You know, reach them out and touch the people and keep changing the narrative. So right. uh, all of you that listen to the show, I know from Kenneth Armilio and Fred Kuhn and everybody, all of you that listen to the show far and wide, Joe Sapienza at West Essex Jeweler, you're all doing this every day. You're introducing people. You're bringing people. You're spreading the word. You're educating people. How many of you out there have told people, just listen to Gun For Hire Radio and you won't have to ask me? Right? The whole purpose it's, of the show. <laughs> it is nonstop. I love this one. I get emails from people. Can't you just answer the question? I don't have time to listen to the radio show. Oh, yeah, that's great. If you don't have time to listen to the radio show, I don't have time to answer you. Right. Okay? Seriously. I don't have time to answer you. Leave me alone. Leave my staff alone. Uh, again, good things are coming. My staff is available to ask any questions you like. Godspeed to Richie out there. Um, you know, he's doing well. We've only had a 32-year history together. Uh, started working together when he was 18. He's a whopping 50 now, mm. youngster. And uh, he seems to be doing well. I'll have more updates for you uh, next week. Sandy, how's things doing in Alabama? Uh, it's doing pretty good. Uh, you know, it's... it's um it's cooled down now a little bit for fall. I think it dropped one degree. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's doing pretty good. It's very interesting. I mean, just, uh, just a different, a whole different lifestyle, a whole different thing. I mean, we're, we're kind of in a, a, pretty, a pretty popular, very popular area, very popular city. Um, and the people are just wonderful. I mean, it's been been pretty God good. Bless. We really enjoyed South Carolina when we were there for a year and trying it out here for, for about a year or so and see how we like it. Nice. Please, everybody, EssexCountyNJRepublicanWomen.com, EssexCountyNJRepublicanWomen.com. You might get a chance to win a Gun for Hire membership or something. They're having a Constitution Day brunch with J.R. Carmen. Remember, GunForHire.com forward slash off for Bullets and Bagels, September 26th with Robert Off. And October 5th, friendsofnra.org at Biagio. So that's three events that we have going on. If you can't make all three, please pick one. Support those who support you. Come on out. Let's, you know, have a good time. Break bread together. Um, 
and uh, show your support and continue to support your local businesses, whether it's a gun store, whether it's uh, getting your hair cut, whether it's buying sneakers or something, because they're all under attack right now. And, uh, you know, it, we're, we're at a really, really bad precipice in our country right now, and I'm waiting for the implosion. Yeah. And that's it. I'm done. Thank you all. Well, it looks like the clock on the wall does say it all, even from Alabama. Uh, you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Guns for Hire Radio. Guns for Hire Radio is a kind of media production. The music used in this podcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, who, if you buy his book, you'll learn the term MERS. It is available at all places where you can get good books and at the gun shop, bookshop, gun range known as Gun for Hire. Where Anthony frequents from time to time, you might even get him to sign it or sign your immerse if you get one. Well, we love you guys from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama where you should stay away from. Uh, God willing, <laughs> Jesus, Tarries, and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week.